0: This is still the place that we all call home. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1,211. Yep, we're in our 24th year of bringing you the most current trends, data, and accurate advice available when you go to buy or sell a home. I want to thank you for sharing your time with me this morning. A lot of you are probably out in the yards right now because the sun is out, thank you you, God. Uh, wet week this week. No question about it. Hey, after our weekly observations, we're going to have the phone lines open for you at 217 6297 If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't own RE-MAX. I'm not an attorney at law. I am not a tax expert. And I am not a financial planner. So the opinions I share with you come from real life experiences working right here in this very marketplace. Serving families just like yours as a full-time realtor since 1987. I want to thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program. Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing. When you have a plumbing problem... It's writings to the rescue and of course our friend Peter Denby with DHI Home Inspections. Peter Denby, when you get ready to sell, get your home pre-inspected by DHI Home Inspections. I say good morning to my sister Mindy out in Cumberland, Maryland, my son Sam in Washington, D.C., and of course my son Josh, his beautiful wife Ashley, and my grandchildren Kenzie and Weston. In North Carolina, listening live on WMAY.com. And I want to welcome everybody tuned in online on WMAY.com. It's time for your weekly observations. uh, Brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. And I want to say, get well uh, quick, Frank. He uh, busted his shoulder and he's going to have to have some surgery. And uh, we wish you a speedy recovery to Frank Kruger. Out at uh, Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, and oh, 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 you have to go by and see their Napoleon grills. Oh my gosh, that it's it's the the Ferrari, it's the Cadillac, it's the uh, uh, the Mercedes-Benz of of grills out at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. I still love my big green egg. I'll go with the smoker, but for those of you who don't have time to let things slowly smoke to a tender, juicy, delightful meal. And you need to have a quick steak. They have a searing uh, plate on the left side of this grill where you just sear it on both sides and then you can put it on the actual gas grill and cook it to uh, the way you like it. Now I like mine where a good vet can save it. <laughs> I like mine rare. But at any rate, Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street, Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. Stop by and look at all their beautiful patio furniture and their new 7,500-square-foot addition. You'll be glad you stopped by and tell them Fritz said hello while you're in there. Uh, here's your weekly observations for May 4th, 2019, and it's titled April Home Sales Rebound. Yep. April 2019, home sales have returned to what our market typically expects. Now, here's the preliminary numbers for April of this year compared to last year. New listings of 541, up 9.5% from 494. I told you the thundering herd of new listings would be coming to the market this spring. Closed home sales of 348, up. 4.81% from 332. End-of-month closings did not disappoint. In fact, the 125 closed home sales reported this past week were the most this year of any week and way up over the second uh, best closing week of the year that had 90, and that was the week ending April 6th. Home listings going under contract were simply amazing, with 453 up 22.1% from 371. Of course, that 371 was like one of the lowest ever. Those uh, 453 pendings, well, that tied April of 2016 for the second best since the recession. And that's the first time we've surpassed 400 in three years. The median sale price was also up at $128,250 or by 6.43% from $120,500. And you know that makes sense, doesn't it? Because demand was significantly lower in April of last year, proving once again the more buyers there are for a product, the more valuable that product becomes. called the laws of economics. A note of caution, however, although the $300,000 and up Priced homes are, you know, they're having a much better year this year than last year. They're still not out of the woods yet, and I'll, I'll share with you why. Homes priced uh, 300000 to 400000 have had 61 closed this year, but they have 93 for sale, which exceeds a six-month supply. Now, homes listed between 400000 and 500000 well, they've had 14 closed this year, but there's 40 for sale, and that represents an 11-month supply. And the $500,000 and up bracket has 10 closed so far this year with 55 available, and that's a 22 month supply. So the higher the price, the fewer the buyers are qualified to be able to purchase it. And so that just all makes sense now, doesn't it? You know, the good news for those home sellers with upper bracket homes are the number of uh, contracts are up significantly from last year on this date, uh, because last year at this time, over 400,000, we had 20 sales pendings on this date. This year, 31. That's a huge increase, that's significant. Again, uh, the year is unfolding, pretty much as predicted, with the first half of the year forecast to be the best to sell with the greatest amount of demand. You know, without significant job growth, adding buyers to the market, what does this mean? It means this demand's coming from pent-up demand. Now how long that demand will last is anybody's guess. What the state does this month regarding the budget will play a big role in determining the level of demand in the second half of the year, in my opinion. I suspect the pent-up demand we are experiencing comes from two areas within the economy, the medical community and state workers. With the medical facilities beginning to get their back pay from the state, it's allowing them to expand and hire. With state employees receiving their step increases, many have re-entered the market. Here are the two legislative bills being considered that could impact demand for housing you should keep your eye on. And they are the graduated tax amendment and the fuel tax. Now the graduated tax amendment uh, being placed on the ballot for voters in November of 2020, well, simply create uncertainty for business owners until the vote is taken. At stake is a $3.4 billion dollar tax increase that will primarily impact small business owners. Now fuel taxes are different. They have a much bigger impact than most people realize. This is a direct tax on working families and the middle class which drives up the cost of not only their transportation but virtually all the products people purchase, including food, anything that's delivered on wheels is going to go up. If you recall, the house of cards collapsed in 2008 when gas went above $4 a gallon and consumer spending went way down. Everybody knows we need an infrastructure built due to our crumbling infrastructure. However, at what price? Now, we may get some shiny new bridges and smooth roads, imagine how nice that would be oh my gosh it's like driving on a washboard some places but how many families you know won't be able to afford the gas to drive on them after they pay their grocery bill their utilities their house payment insurance and so forth we'll see now we're going to find out in the next few weeks what bills pass uh, you know with the end of may deadline for simple majority votes to pass bills although the governing party does have a supermajority, so I don't think it's that big of a deal this year. Regardless, we'll know soon how much additional money will be transferred from you to the government. Now, should consumers find what's left in their paychecks after paying the bills sufficient enough to make them comfortable, they're gonna jump back into the housing market. Demand for housing is driven by jobs and consumer confidence. And if people feel comfortable, They feel good about their incomes. They're going to go out and buy houses. So let's hope that rolls right into the second half of the year. And that's this week's weekly observations. My wife, Christy, and I want to say thank you for a great week this week. Oh, my gosh. Sold three, closed two. Uh, Chasing our tails again. But we, uh, as a result, are in need of uh, listings to replace our inventory that sold. So, for full-time residential real estate services, you can give me a call. My name is Fritz Fister. I'm with Remax Professionals of Springfield. And my phone number is 652 Sold. And that's this week's weekly observations. Well, it's time for your best home buys of the week. And this week I'm just, I've got a couple for you first-time home buyers. Interest rates are down. Don't waste your money on rent. Rent is very high, but you already know that. But here are two homes. 2,145 Grandview Avenue, 1,462-square-foot, all-brick ranch on an 80-by-140 lot is now only $65,000. Three bedrooms, one bath. It's in an estate. It needs a little bit of updating, but it's perfectly livable. You can move right in, start living, and just, you know, repaint the rooms and replace flooring as you go along. That's a great value, 2145 Grandview. And then 2406 Wilshire, you know, down in uh, Lake Town, right next door to the Lutheran School. Uh, In fact, the fence runs, backs right up to the playground there. So you don't have any neighbors there most of the time, just when school's in session. So 2406 Wilshire Road, it's a 931-square-foot, three-bedroom, one-bath ranch, no basement, a detached one-and-a-half-car garage, fenced backyard, covered patio. It's got a sweet little kitchen with updated cabinetry and some newer countertops, and it's only sixty dollars So right there are two great opportunities, and don't overlook 207 West St. Joseph. Here's an 896-square-foot, two-bedroom, one-bath bungalow, walk-up attic, full basement, Detached two and a half car garage on two lots for only $79.99. So that's this week. And this week, we brought out our best home buys of the week for our first time home buyers. And that was brought to you by our friends at Writings Plumbing. I bet you Writings is a little busy right now. I bet you they're selling a lot of sump pumps, installing a lot of sump pumps, installing a lot of backup sump pumps. That's who installed mine, and I am so glad I did. You know, fortunately, out in Chatham where I live, we didn't lose any power during all these storms. So the new pump they put in there two years ago was quite capable of handling uh, the water that was coming in. And I mean, it was pouring in. I'm sure it was in your house, too. But Writings Plumbing, you can reach them at five four four six eight nine zero. John Writings and his crew, the greatest people, Jimmy, Andrus, Patty, you name it, that whole crew out there, they're just, just nice people. And you'll be glad you did business with them. Now it's time for our our weekly wake-up call being brought to you by our friend Peter Denby at DHI Home Inspections. As I mentioned uh, in the beginning of the program, to call Peter when you're getting ready to sell. See, we do pre-inspections more for you, the seller, so you can have uh, the comfort of knowing You don't have any significant defects that you're unaware of. Because once you negotiate your purchase price, you want it to be that price. And if you haven't had it inspected and the buyer brings in their inspector and they find a number of things, you're going to have to renegotiate everything all over again. And that's no fun. And Peter is really great at that. Give him a call at 306-0178. Peter Denby, 306-0178-DHI Home Inspections. Now, what's going on with our wake-up call? Now, the wake-up call is uh, for home sellers. Uh, don't want you. To, it's a great market right now, and a lot of homes are selling. They're either selling right out of the chute, but, you know, let me look here. I know I've got it around here somewhere. The average number of days on the market for those homes that have gone under contract this year is 88 days. 88. We just had one uh, go under contract yesterday, and it was 91 days on the market. So it was pretty much average. But if you recall last week, I shared with you that new beautiful uh, listing out on Horseshoe Drive. Oh, my gosh. That thing went in, what, four or five days. It was gone. And we have multiple people wanting it. Unfortunately, only one party could buy it. But when you get up a little bit higher in the price points, but it's not—it's across all price points, but primarily in the upper price points, we don't want home sellers getting overconfident just because of all this activity. After all, that uh, median sale price may be up six percent, but it's still one twenty-eight two fifty. That's earnest money in big major markets like San Francisco. But here's one that just closed, and it it sold for $350,000. But here's the issue. The owner purchased that home uh, for $370,000 in the summer of 2007. And I look back at this history of this this particular home, and I go, oh, my gosh. It actually sold for $454,000 back in 2002, so that home is not going in the right direction. Here's one that uh, on uh, that uh, just uh, sold, uh, it was a good purchase. It was a fixer-upper, somebody made a good, wise purchase. They purchased it in April of last year, they fixed it up, they bought it for $70,500 and they sold it for $154,000. So there's one of your winners. So somebody had a good agent representing them, and they uh, came out a big winner. Here's one that was purchased for $66,000 way back in 1990. And they just sold and closed for $135,000, and that was down on Chatham Road. They were there a long time. They effectively doubled their money. So there are winners out there if you get the right person representing you, and help you shop the market and negotiate fair prices. Now here's another winner. This family bought this uh, home out in Chatham for 184.9 dollars back in 2007, brand new. Two story home, over 2,000 square feet and had 500 square feet finished in the basement and they just sold for $240,000. If I'm not mistaken, that's about a $55,000 gain. So there's another big winner. So there you go. That's uh, I had one, one loser this week and one winner. And, of course, uh, the ones that are under the most price pressure are the ones that are uh, in the higher price points. And once again, that was brought to you by our friend Peter Denby at DHI Home Inspections, 3060178. Speaking of home inspections, now's a really good time to be shopping for a home. Because I guarantee you, you're going to be able to tell if uh, you have any roof leaks or crawl space or basement uh, leaks. There's just no way around it. Anybody, you know, you got to remember basements are holes in the ground. And uh, area, uh, water, excuse me, goes to the area of least resistance. So it's a real good time to be going out. But, I, you know, we hired Peter to... Uh, do a home inspection on this home that uh, I was representing the buyers, and we went back. I think it was on Thursday, and if I remember correctly, it was still raining on Thursday. And uh, Peter had identified he had to crawl around up in that attic. Peter's a tall guy, uh, but he got back in there, and he says, "Boy, I noticed something." And he worked his way back there, and there was a roof leak. It was just a little area, maybe about eighteen inches long. Uh, area where, you know, how a home's roof will uh, have like a valley where the garage joins it. And there was a leak there. And the the seller, God bless her heart, uh, her agent called uh, the two uh, roofers that she normally uses. And guess what? They were booked three to five weeks out. So the seller talked to a friend, was telling a friend about that. And the friend said, oh, call this guy. Well, that guy went over. And uh, he didn't do too good of a job because it was still leaking when Peter did it. But that's why today I just want to advise you, if you're buying a home right now and you have a home inspection and you and the seller have agreed upon the repairs, that's what you're supposed to do. Have a re-inspection. Make sure, because the seller, she thought it was fixed. She already paid somebody to fix it. Well, they didn't get it fixed right. And that's why you should have a re-inspection so that you can make sure that all the repairs were done properly and uh, you're not going to have any issues after you move in. Now when we return after the news at the bottom of the hour we'll have our market update, our weekly interest rate watch subdivision of the week this week is Riverton. So stay tuned for all that coming up which we will have here momentarily. But first, how about some news? With news, depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. Welcome back to Let's Talk Real Estate, uh, the second half hour of the program. Thank our sponsors uh, here, if we could, please. Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied Van Lines agent, Moving the Things You Love, Slabjackers Construction, If your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with slabjackers. Bacon, termite, and pest control, they don't bug you. Just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction Landscaping and Foundation Repair, they can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater, and I am sure Pat Patterson is as busy as can be. You can give Pat a call at 691-8555 and put your name on the list. There's nobody better to come out and diagnose how that water is getting into your foundation. You really need to know that. you got to solve that before you do any repairs. Because if you don't get the water stopped, it doesn't do any good to dry out the carpet now, does it? Pat Patterson, 691-8555. I know he's busy because I left him a message last evening and he hasn't gotten back to me. And he may have. I have my phone on silent here. But uh, I have a, a couple that uh, had a little bit of a problem, a real minor one, and I know he's dealing with the major ones right now. So yeah, there's no hurry, Pat, but we're looking forward to speaking with you. 691 stop that water from getting into your basement. It's time for our market report. And, yes, as I uh, shared with you, uh, April was way up. The big number was 453. Homes went under contract in the month of April, which is really good news for you home sellers out there because the last two years we didn't even get close to 400. We got 453, and that ties for second best since the uh, recession. In fact, we had uh, over 400 in 14, 15, and 16, and then 17 and 18 just seemed to go south in April, which is highly unusual. But hopefully we're back to a normal pattern of sales for our spring market. Uh, but year uh, through the uh, month of uh, April, due to the uh, closed home sales being up 4.81%, we were up uh, 16 sales over last April. And if you recall, the first quarter was dead even with last year, 681 closed sales. Well, we're now, uh, that brought us up to the black. We're up 1.57% on closed sales. We're up 7.3% on pending sales. We're up 1.45% on new listings. And we are up 4.2% on the median sale price through the first four months of the year. And that's all good news. In fact, today you home buyers, because of, well, there were 132 new, uh, new listings last week. And we had the biggest week of the year so far with 125 closed. but we still added more than we took off. Now, there were 113 that went under contract, which is good because the previous week we didn't reach 100. We got to 99, which was no big deal. But uh, that 113 is a good number because it doesn't show any signs of letting up yet. Don't want that pent-up demand to get satisfied until we get well into the second quarter would be my uh, hope, of course. But you buyers, anybody that's thinking about buying a home, you have 1237 homes homes to choose from there have been a thousand and eighty sold and closed year to date through the first three days of may and that's up 2.7 percent now because we closed so many out we only have 585 currently uh, under contract today and that's that's the first time in six years that we haven't had at least 600 that's just because we closed so many out And uh, fortunately for everybody, the number of expired listings and withdrawn listings, those sellers that uh, didn't have success and left the market without a sale, they're down. And so all the news today, May 4th, 2019, in the local Springfield housing market is good. What does that mean to you? That means you should take advantage of this opportunity. Don't let it get away from you. Who knows what it'll be like in six months. May still be just as good, who knows? Do you wanna take that chance? My advice is, is if you're thinking about selling a home or buying a home, you interview two or three different agents from two or three different companies and you hire the one that you uh, feel uh, fits and suits you best. And if you have a uh, relationship with a RE-MAX professional agent, by all means, give them a call. They're my friend. The office number is 787-7215. If you don't have a relationship with a REMAX professional agent, my name is Fritz Fister. I've been with uh, the REMAX uh, professional's office since 1989. My phone number is 652-SOLD. It would be an honor to interview for the job. And, yes, we are looking for listings after a very successful week uh, this week, and we would uh, love to help you as well. And... Uh, Don't forget our friends at Slabjackers. They can help keep that water out of your foundation too because a lot of, you know, 90% of the battle keeping water out of your crawl space or basement is to keep the water running away from the home. Uh, Too many people, they'll buy a home that's maybe, you know, two or three years old, and they don't understand that when that home was built, Uh, they dig out about three feet so they can set the forms to pour the foundation. Does that make sense? And when they do that, they backfill it, and they fill it up with dirt, and they pack it down as best they can. But that's still loose dirt compared to the dirt outside of that three-foot area. And over time, all the rain, especially when we get these heavy ones, compacts that dirt more. And you end up with a negative grade towards the home. And what is really... uh, causes a lot of problems is a patio so if you have a concrete patio the first three feet of that patio coming out your door is over ground that is compacting and you've seen it haven't you where the patio is kind of tilted towards the house well you get that four inch rain pounded down on that concrete where is it running to right at your foundation don't let that happen call chuck at slabjackers one of the nicest guys you'll ever want to meet 787-8252 and for a fraction of cost to replace concrete, you can have Chuck raise it up so that the water's running away from your home. I hope that makes sense for you. And I want to thank Chuck for bringing you the market uh, report. For sure. Now it's time for our interest rate update. Oh, one other little note in the market update. You know, last week I mentioned that... New home construction in Illinois is down 75% from 2005. 2018 was down 75%. And I said, I'm not sure where we're at in Springfield, but we are back on the rise because two years ago we had 57 single-family permits, which was an all-time record low. We ended up with 70 last year, so it was heading the right direction. And I mentioned, well, the city hadn't released uh, the building permits uh, except for January. That's all I had was January. Well, they must have been tuned in and I want to say thank you because they sent me the permits for February. If you'll remember, it's been a while, there were three single-family permits issued for January and there were uh, there was one uh, attached, you know, a duplex permit, two-family home. Well, at the end of February, that's still the same number. There were Zero single family permits issued and zero two family permits issued in February. But I know that number is going up because I see the construction going on around town as I'm showing property and running my appointed rounds. But as it stands right now, that's all. First two months, three single family and one uh, duplex. All right, two family home. All right, your weekly interest rate watch is being brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving. You call Tom Swift at 525 Whether you're moving locally, out of state, around the state, doesn't matter. They're the best. Tom Swift, his wife, Billy, the whole staff over there, wonderful people. 525 And the local move is so much more affordable than you think. And yet you get national service. What's going on with the interest rates? Well, the interest rates have been just doing a little ping-ponging. And uh, right now, uh, the 30-year rate uh, is at 4.2%, up just a skosh from 4.175 last week. 3.675 on the 15-year. It was 3.625 last week. Uh, and then your VA, FHA, and rural housing loans are all at 3.875 percent. So that's really, really a good time uh, to be a first-time homebuyer, a veteran who can take advantage of those rates. Let me look back here in my little history. Uh, Just. Well, I only go back to June 15th. That's when I started doing the interest rate watch. June 15th of 2018. What did I say the 30 year was? 4.2%? Well, on June the 15th, it was 4.675%. So almost a half of a point higher uh, last summer. What's the moral of the story? Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You know what you can get now. 4.2% was money to die for if you bought towards the end of the 70s and into the early 80s, mid-80s. We had interest rates as high as 21%. We weren't selling a lot of houses then. We were doing wraparound mortgages, carrybacks, contract for deeds, uh, second mortgage, you name it. We had to get creative. And... Uh, Oh, my gosh, my first home, 14.75%. And now you can get 4.2% over 10 full percentage points. So all you uh, younger folks, anybody under 40 out there? Uh, You never had to live through it. You were a child when mom and dad were slaving away to pay the 14%, 15% interest rates on on your home. So that's uh, good news all the way around this week on sales uh, in the market, and on interest rates. They're still down near record lows. Take advantage of it. And thanks to Hillier Storage and Movings, moving the things you love, 525-8550 for bringing you the interest rate watch every week. Now it's time for our subdivision of the week, and it's Riverton. Well, we started in Chatham. We went out to Rochester. We went up to Sherman. Last week, we went to Williamsville. This week, Riverton. How many homes are currently available in Riverton, would you suppose? Well, there's 11. That's not bad compared to five up in Williamsville last week. The median list price of a home in Riverton, $145,000. They've been on the market an average of $127 days. How many are under contract? Nine. Identical to Williamsville. The median list price of those under contract? 129,900 but they were only on the market 76 days. Expired and withdrawn those that did not sell in the last 12 months. 12. Just one a month. That's really pretty good. The median list price 134,450. Now, sold and closed in the last six months. Well, we had seven up in Williamsville last week. We got 17 in Riverton. 17 homes sold and closed in the last six months. The median sale price in Riverton, $130,000. Only 30 days on the market. Well, less than half of the time on the market. Oh, 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 that reminds me. 8B Dawson Circle, 1,540 square foot. Three-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath townhome. Beautiful, uh, nice fence backyard. Service door out the back of an oversized two-car garage. Most of the other ones don't have those two features. They weren't uh, installed when these were built. This current owner installed that fence, installed that service door. But you got great big rooms. You walk in the front door, you have a nice large living room. Then you have an equally large eat-in kitchen. And slider out to that back uh, fence backyard. And of course a direct entry from the oversized two car garage right into the kitchen. Half bath, and upstairs you got three very generous bedrooms and a full bath that is also very generous. And it's only one oh nine nine. Oh my gosh. Where are you going to get it? 1,540 square feet for $1099 right out here in Riverton? Eight b Dawson Circle. Have your agent show. Now, it was shown just a couple days ago, it's on the short list of this buyer. It may not be available, so I'd recommend maybe you hurry. But the 17 sold and closed, $130,000 uh, median uh, sale price. What does that mean? That means Riverton's affordable. A nice little what I call suitcase Bedroom community right out here on the northeast side of Springfield. Easy to the interstate. uh, Easy to the north end of Springfield. And that's your subdivision of the week this week. Brought to you by Bacon Termite and Pest Control. Got to thank our friends Bill and Kathy Bacon. You get ready to uh, purchase a home. Give them a call. 544-7566. They will give you a free. That's right. Free one year warranty for hiring them to do the termite inspection. They're so confident in their inspection that if you get any wood destroying insects in that home within 12 months of the closing, they'll come back and spot treat it and kill those critters dead right where they're coming in. Real good people, Bill and Kathy Bacon been a sponsor for years on this program. We can't say thank you enough to all of our sponsors, Uh, all good people. I know you may be out driving and you hear me talking about these sponsors don't hesitate to call me during the week. My phone number, and my name is Fritz Pfister with Remax max Professionals, 652-SOLD, 652-7653, and I'll be happy to put you in touch with any of these wonderful uh, sponsors. Once again, we have for you, if you're thinking about buying a home, taking advantage of these interest rates, taking advantage of this increased inventory of homes for sale, well... We have a free home buyer's guide. You know, I had a gentleman, I was rushing around like a chicken with my head cut off yesterday because I had an early morning appointment to meet with a seller to uh, counter offer uh, 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 an offer we had received so I could get it back to the office because I had a heavy closing schedule yesterday and I wanted to get it back so the best office administrator in the area, Amy Mason, could get that forwarded to the agent so he could have his buyer sign the counteroffer, which they did. But as I'm walking in the front door, I need to be at a closing in 20 minutes, and I'm about 10 minutes away from the closing office. And this gentleman met me at the door. He says, oh, I need to talk to you. You're Fritz, right? I said, yes, sir. I said, how can I help you? He says, well, I've been renting this uh, home for over 20 years, and I really want to buy it. I don't think it's worth what the the owner is asking for it, but I really want to buy it because I don't want to move. He says, "Now I've been searching around on the internet for sales contracts, so I can write up a sales contract to him." I said, "Oh, hold it right there! Don't do that." I say, "If you uh, already have." Uh, agreed to pay X number of dollars to the seller for that property, uh, get a contract that you know will protect you legally. And the only way you can do that uh, is if there's not a realtor involved, because we have the attorney drawn up contracts, is to contact an attorney. And I gave him the name of an attorney and everything. And I said, I've really got to rush. And he just kept asking question after question. And I'm saying, this fella needs help, he needs to be given advice on how to proceed. He had, he's been renting all these years. And I just, I said, here is my card. I'm sorry, sir, but I have to go. I've got closing to get to. And I gave him my card. And He never called. I just hope he doesn't get himself in trouble. And don't get yourself in trouble. Uh, If you are going to be purchasing a, a home directly from an owner and, which is perfectly fine, uh, and you're not you don't have anybody representing you, and you're not familiar with the process. Uh, my advice is, get a good real estate attorney. You know, hire a good real estate attorney to draw up the offer to make sure that you are protected under Illinois law in the purchase contract. You'll be glad you did. But at any rate. I have a free home buyer's guide that will uh, help uh, guide you right through the whole process from beginning to end of that home purchase. And I also have for you home sellers. Now, you may have been in your home for a number of years, which a lot of people are staying in their homes. Like, did you know, oh, gosh, when I first started this program back in 1996, people stayed in their home in, in the Springfield area an average of five years. You know what it is now? 12 well, that was the last we had, and I think that's about three-year-old information. But there are so many people that have left. People that come in and they live here a couple of years, and then they are trans—they're selling their houses and they're getting—they're leaving the state because of the tax situation. They, when they lost their uh, ability to write off their property taxes and state income taxes, when that was limited to ten thousand uh, dollars, they said, "Heck with this," and they—they uh, they left. And so I, I'm not sure what it is, but it went from five years to 12 years. And my advice to all my buyer clients has always been, you know, don't buy a home unless you know you can stay there a minimum of three years, preferably five and sevens even better. Allow yourself the time to pay down the equity on that home uh, so that the loan is smaller and allow the property to appreciate so that you're protected when you go to sell, uh, so that you can recover your investment. Hopefully, first and foremost, you're buying the home for shelter, to raise your family, to create memories, to love each other. It's not to, it's not number one as a financial investment. That's secondary, but it is a financial investment, and you want to make sure that uh, you hire a good buyer's agent that will make sure that you don't overpay for a home and you don't buy in in an area that has a uh a declining uh market uh has a tough time reselling you know you want you want somebody to represent you and so the home sellers have been out there a while so if you've been in your home 12 15 20 years lots changed in the marketplace since you last sold a home so i have a free home seller's guide for you you can call me at 652 sold and leave uh, your name and uh, phone number, or you can just text me your email address and I'll have Amy email you uh, free home seller's guide, free home buyer's guide, whatever you're in need of. It would be our pleasure to do so. Yeah, so when I run into people like that young man that, well, he's not young, but he's not old either, but he's been renting for over 20 years. I'm gonna print me off a contract off the internet. And I go, oh gosh, Uh, don't do that to yourself. Get an attorney. Now if you, I just, uh, I'm going out to show property after today's program, just like I did last week. Uh, And uh, I've already entered into a buyer agency agreement with my buyer client. We just sold her home. So once we, the best way to explain it is When you're a seller, you sign a listing contract. When you're a buyer, you sign a buyer contract. That means you're hiring that agent to perform specific services for you to be your representative, to have your back. If you just go out there and run around willy-nilly without an agent, and you just call agents off of signs, uh, 99% of the time, you're probably okay because we have a great group of real estate professionals serving this market. But you know, God didn't create all realtors equal. You don't know that person. That person's already representing the seller. You don't know if they price homes fairly. You don't know um, what their work history is. You just don't know them. And uh, it sets up a situation called dual agency, which is okay as long as it's properly disclosed. Now, if you've been going out and looking at homes and you've just been calling agents off the sign, if that agent doesn't disclose dual agency to you and give you an agency brochure, Uh, they're not doing their job as adequately as they should. The law only says that they have to have you sign off giving permission for dual agency just prior to writing of a contract. But just think about that. If you meet somebody and they don't tell you that, hey, I already represent the seller, and all of a sudden you've got them driving you around and showing you properties for the next two weeks and you decide to come back and buy that home, do you think during that time frame you may have had opportunity to share some confidential information that could be used against you in that transaction. Well, sure, certainly. There's a real strong probability of that happening. Well, I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to uh, speak with you this morning. I really. Uh, I bet half of you are out in the yard, and I don't know if you're like me. No. Anybody that's under 40 doesn't even know what this is, but I, I still have a Walkman. <laughs> the Walkman, that's my best buddy when I'm working in the yard. But uh, I, I really appreciate you sharing your time with me this morning. I know everybody's time is valuable. I hope you all have a great week. God bless you all. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. God bless America. And above all, God bless our troops serving around the world. Until next week, Fritz Vister, I'm out.